Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. A guy who has an off day today, it's Jeff Phelps of Baskin Phelps and of course the Basketball Gold Podcast with Mike Fratello. You can catch that twice a week on the Odyssey app. And Jeff Phelps joins us now. Jeff, how's the uh, how's the off day treating you? I said just fine. <laughs> who produces that podcast? Oh, that's me. That's That is me. There yeah. you oh, go. No, yeah, I'm... I'm not one to give attention to myself. I, I've had four hours to do that, or three right now, to do that uh, already today. Uh, Fabulous. <laughs> so I, I want to start, obviously, with the guy who is the team. It's Donovan Mitchell. I I remember listening to you guys back before I joined the station, August, September, driving around the car. And I remember the day that Mitchell got traded. And I remember, you know, a lot of expectations. I think everyone here was surprised by it in a way. Did any part of you think back in September that by January it'd be not solidified because the season's still going on, but that people would view, and rightfully so, Donovan Mitchell as a star and he'd be in the MVP conversation? The MVP conversation, that's uh, a little daunting. The star, I, I loved him when he was in Utah. I think he's a terrific player. And... I've just always thought his game was really dynamic, John. So I, I'm not the least bit surprised that he's been as good as he is here. Uh, the MVP conversation stuff, that's a little strong. I don't know if that works or not. I think a lot of it's going to depend on where the Cavs go from here. No, it's a good point. It is a good point. Um, of course, Mitchell is 71-point performance. He's had his moments. We've talked about it, or well, you've talked about it on the podcast with Mike Fratello about and, and of course on your show, but about the minutes that Mitchell has played. And, and I want to ask you about whether you think they will be reduced as we go along, because obviously he had a rest day a couple weeks back, a maintenance day. He can't keep playing at this level, right? 36 and a half minutes, most of his career, 16th most in the NBA, and he's had five days off, and that's a cumulative, or five games off. He can't continue at this rate, can he? Um, I would think not. And, and John, it's something I've been looking at a lot. And I, I, you know, I keep flashing back. All right. Back in the day when training wasn't nearly as big of a deal, where medical science wasn't as big of a deal, where nutrition wasn't as big of a deal, where, you know, managing everything about a player was not that big of a deal. Guys played this amount of time all the time. And, but now it doesn't happen in this day and age. And I, I keep thinking, well, he could, but should he? 
And, and so it, I, I understand completely where you're coming from on that because it's been in my mind since they started playing their starters like crazy. Yeah. We mentioned this on, on the podcast, the Cavaliers right now are playing their starters. I wrote it down and now it's gone. Darn it, John. Oh, they're fourth in the NBA yeah. in starters minutes. Mm-hmm. Fourth as a team. And from a bench standpoint, they're way down. And they're getting no productivity out of the bench. So on, on one hand, you say, well, yeah, they've got to bring all that down, right? And maybe Ricky Rubio returning gives them the opportunity to do some of that. However, why is JB playing his starter so much? Because he wants to win games. And if he thought he could win by playing his bench, he would do that. But right now, the Cavs are 25th in bench minutes. And then remember, there are only 30 teams in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They're 28th in bench scoring and 25th in bench rebounding. Yeah. What does that all mean? It means he's not getting a whole lot from his bench. Yeah, no, does, I... adding an, does adding another guard help? Yeah, but sorry, Ricky coming back from an ACL at his age, second ACL, will not play as well as Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. No, so you got to be careful there. Absolutely, and of course, winning the main objective. This road trip that the Cavs just came off, obviously home today at the top of the hour, yeah. but it was rough. I mean, they went two and three. The road record now nine and thirteen. Does that concern you in the long stretch? Because they're gonna obviously, uh, if they keep playing the way they do at a Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, they'll be okay. But does that road road record concern you right now? They're just not winning games yeah. in other people's uh, arenas. A little bit, John. They're split right now, home and road. They've played twenty-two of each. This is not good. Best home record in the East, 18-4. and four. All right, that part's really good. Uh, <laughs> but eighth best road record in the Eastern Conference, 9-13. and 13. Doesn't take much to swing that around a little bit. You know, you go out and you, you win two out of three road trips for a couple of weeks or, or road games for a couple of weeks. That'll help. But, yeah, that for some reason the team has played real well at home and not very well on the road in comparison to other Eastern Conference teams. It doesn't scare me a ton, but I do think it's something interesting to keep an eye on because I, I would assume that that the road record improves and that the home record, I don't know that you can continue to play at that pace, but you can still continue to play at a pretty good pace. So they better start winning on the road a little bit. Absolutely. This is uh, John Vicari here on 92.3 The Fan and Jeff Phelps. Appearing here, all guests appear on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Of course, Jeff Phelps of Baskin Phelps, which you can hear weekdays 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the station and the Basketball Gold podcast. Don't know if you saw in the Twitterverse this morning a tra- a rumor for a trade that would be three teams and three Ma- players. Malik Beasley? Yeah, Malik Beasley to the Cavs, John Collins yeah. to the Jazz, and then Karis LeVert on the out to the Hawks. You liking that? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I, yeah, I, I I didn't know who from everything I saw. I couldn't tell who the Cavs player was that they were talking about. Uh, I like Karis Levert. I think he's a good player. I think he's what six six, and Malik Beasley is six four. I would love to find some guy who's six eight to six nine ten who plays small forward, and I would put him on that team. 
Um, right, right now, and you've got Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell and Ricky Rubio, and nothing wrong with being a six-one guard. They're outstanding players. I'd love to see some length added to this team, John. And that's, you know, you used to be a really long team when you had Markinen and Mobley and Allen and then Dean Wade coming off the bench and Kevin Love. And Kevin's not playing like he usually is. Dean Wade's been hurt and Markinen's in Utah. And so they're not quite as long as they were. So at small forward, what do you have right now? Anybody who can play that night. You know, what's, what's our matchup tonight? All right, let's, let's start him a small forward. Where's Dean Wade hurt. I think Dean Wade could actually be a great spot, a great fill in that spot, but he's hurt. Um, Dylan Windler has been out all year. So, okay. If you're going to shuffle the deck, I don't know, you know, maybe a little better outside shooting, I think with Malik Beasley, but what else do you gain? You lose a couple of inches in height. Not that that's anything drastic, but you know, if you're going to give up Lavert, man, I'd love to see a six eight six nine small forward who you could start. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that either. And Beasley six four, like you, you've stated, and and, and Lavert at six six, just a you know long stretch forward. I mean, it's what the NBA has is evolving into. I will yeah. follow up with this point too, and this is more of a outstretched idea. Did a little research for this one. I try, but uh, you did. <laughs> I did. I did. I I took God. a page out of the Jeff Phelps handbook. I, you're well researched every day, and that's. That's what I did. Instead of look instead at you, of, baby. Yeah, I, I listen. I I could have I could have consumed some alcohol, a lot of food yesterday, watching the games. I decided, you know what? I'm going to do some re- research for the show. Uh, nice. Of of course, NBA scoring is up, and I think it's something that yeah. is a conversation point for just NBA fans in general. And people have one of two opinions, I think, or at least mainly one. Well, no one plays defense anymore, which I think is a little lazy. I I there's some validity to it. I understand. And then the other part being. There's just so much talent in the league. So many players just are elite at scoring. Big men can score from all you know all over. Uh, so my question to you: Late seventies into the eighties, scoring was similar to today, like actual numbers around like that yeah. one ten category. Then the league expanded, right? You had the ABA fold, then you had a further expansion in you know mid eighties, late eighties. So then the nineties scoring was down. Maybe because the style changed, but also because you expand, you're putting talent from, you know, from the bench of a good team to a starter on another, and yeah, everyone's got studs, everyone's got stars, and I feel that's a thing, or I feel that's commonplace right now in the NBA. In a way, would you be opposed to expansion? That's a great question. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. <laughs> no, I, I I wouldn't be opposed to expansion, and I think the NBA is a league, John, that can sustain. Uh, for instance, Oklahoma City, not a you know not a huge market, great town, and they support the Thunder like absolute crazy. There, it's the only it's the only big deal in town, right? Heck, it's the only big deal in the state of Oklahoma from a from a pro sports standpoint. They do really well. And if you get the right city, I think that can that can work. The one thing I I don't like about expansion and, and the thought of it is this, and, and we've talked about this a little bit on our podcast. It's basketball gold with Fratello and Phelps, produced by John Picari. Get it on the Odyssey <laughs> app. It's it's this. I loved teams, and I I you notice I said it in the past tense. I loved teams 
where it was truly the team that was, you know, the, the thing. And I was not a huge Laker fan. I never have been. But by God, those Lakers teams with Magic and Kareem and James Worthy and Byron Scott, they, I mean, they were, they, they had talent, you know, and they were pretty deep. Michael Cooper, they had, they had guys. Our buddy Jim Jones, you know, was, was with them. And the Celtic teams, Bird, McHale, Parrish, Ainge, DJ, you know, add in Bill Walton and Scott Wedman, you know, for their 86 team. I mean, that's deep. Now, and and I can't I can't fault the Cavs for this, and I think the Cavs might be an aberration in this because if they can get it to all work, most teams have one or two really good players. If a team has three really good players in this day and age, man, congratulations to you. And if you can go four, and I think the you know the Cavs are you, you think okay they might, might they might have four guys here. And and I mean four guys who are absolute star players, and you make it work. But then you have to have a bench behind it. it that I I love that kind of basketball. If you expand, it's going to dilute that even more. And now the teams have 15 players on their roster. They have two on two-way contracts. There's there's it's just spread pretty thin. So if you're okay with that kind of basketball, you know where hey, if you're lucky, you get that star then okay expand but and and i would assume the nba will but right now i and i won't say it's razor thin because it's not there's a lot of really good young talent in the nba and there's there's some great veterans still but the I, the days of the super teams i think are in the rearview mirror and the days of the superstar player running the whole show, those are here right now. That's a great point, Jeff. And this is John McCarr here on 92.3 The Fan. Jeff Phelps on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Final question before I let you go, and it's it's yes, sir. another a little long-winded, but it, it does come to a point like the last one. Uh, this is courtesy <laughs> of – I, <laughs> I, I, I want to give credit here, courtesy of Grandmaster Hoops on TikTok, because this is uh, who did the math well, and sure. science for me. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm sorting. Sure. I listen. I go all over for for some research here, but obviously LeBron is closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record, right? Yeah. Uh, he's expected like this guy on TikTok wanted to early find the February. expected. Yeah, early like February, that. right? So yeah. he said right now before last night's Laker game where LeBron dropped 35, so now he has to lower uh, his points per game a little more, and he'll be all right. But LeBron averages 29 points per game. If he continues to average 28.5, which is basically 29, he would be on track to break the record Thursday, February 9th, when the Lakers host the Bucks, the two teams Kareem played for. How cool is that? Oh, everybody would like that except Kareem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, think think about that. I, I, because it was amazing to me, you know, because obviously yeah. people will be like, oh, you know, it's scripted, it's this, it's that. How epic would that be? Because obviously the the NBA knew LeBron was going to close in on this record this season, but you don't know what's going to yeah. happen injury wise. Oh, and, you and have whatever. no idea. Like so, the fact that this could happen and in LA on a Thursday night, which would think, okay, it's going to be put on national television. You bet it is. It is. Yeah, it, it, it's just so amazing. I, 
Could you, when the you Lakers, were the Lakers yeah. on national television, <laughs> boy, there's a stunning concept. That's amazing. That's amazing. Because you know they're playing so well. Yeah. you want them out there all the time. Uh. No, absolutely. <laughs> that would be that would be really cool. I'm wondering what you know. I and I don't know personally, certainly, but you know, you read things that LeBron and Kareem may not be the greatest of pals. I wonder how that will all go down when LeBron passes him. You know, I don't know. I don't know what'll happen. I hope Kareem goes, and I hope everybody's you know all friendly and everything. But uh, from what you read, they're not the greatest of pals. There you go. There you go. Great perspective, Jeff. I I appreciate you hopping on. Uh, of course, basketball gold because people know Baskin and Phelps are you know ten to two. But basketball gold's a great listen. I know I'm the producer, but you you and Mike do a great job. I've learned a lot in my short time there, and I thank you for hopping on your off day, Jeff. You've learned that Mike and I are somewhat technically challenged. <laughs> thank you, John. You're welcome, Jeff. And that was Jeff Phelps here on uh, the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.